This, 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 this is mythical. This is Charles Neal from Dispatches from Myrtle Beach with my son Link Neal. We're going to swing into another episode this week and see what me and you can get into. Woo! Let's get into it, Dad. Back in the groove. Once again, I look forward to hanging out with you every week and just just putting it out on the internet. You know? Have you gotten used to this sensation of knowing that what we're saying is going to just, it could go to anywhere. It could go to everybody. Who knows? Like the people you're hearing from in in these emails, have you gotten used to it? Or is the fame getting to your head? Well, I'm not going to try to let it get to my head, but I you, I had a pretty neat thing happen. I think it was yesterday or two days ago, I, I told two of my friends about it, and I was working or doing something, and that, of course, they were down here on vacation at SOS, and they called and said, I'm looking at you on dispatches from Myrtle Beach and said, you are some kind of funny. I said, well, that's good to know then. Y'all keep watching and keep telling other people about it and how to look at it. So that's what we're trying to do so so people have fun with it. And so I th- even though it was somebody I knew, I thought that was pretty neat that they enjoyed it. It's just, a, you know, maybe like a grassroots thing. Yeah. But Do you yeah. feel like your your, your professional life public persona is interfering with your private life at this point? Not yet, no. Okay. But you're Pat, my friend, tells me, says, you're not going to be able to come down here and go to to the music on Main much longer. I said, Lord, you ain't even going to be able to get out in public anymore. I said, oh, no, I'm gonna, I'll get out in public. I, I'll be <laughs> all right. <laughs> Man of the people got to be with the people. But I got got some pretty interesting uh, holler outs. And Uh-oh. They're not from the United States. They're from International Hollow. We we got some people listening. You That's know, what I'm saying. From uh, different parts of the world. We put this out everywhere, man. The guy's name is Jonathan. He says, I'm from Sweden, and I have always loved my mother. Okay. And father, but I have never told them straight out. Huh. I've just never known how to say it. My mother died last summer from a sudden heart attack, mm. and me and my dad were left alone. She was always the one who talked about feelings. Because of this podcast, I was able to tell my dad that I loved him for the first time. What? Are you serious? When I, when I read this thing, I kind of had to just kind of back up and think that, you know, we started doing this and... Didn't know how it might touch somebody's life or do something. And if something good helps somebody with this, we've accomplished almost one of the things that we probably ought to have set out to do to start with. So it's pretty gratifying to know that with what happened with his mother, Mm -hmm. then with his dad, and he gives us just a little bit of the credit of him being able to tell his dad that he loved him and show some feelings like his mother did and and got it to come out. So 
That's so special to hear. And it's, yeah, it's like, this is not the story that we anticipated when we started this thing, much less to have, you know, people listening all over the globe, but it's super cool that, that, that that's happened. Yeah, it, like you said, I agree, it is really gratifying. You know, it's like we're just, we're, we're conducting our, uh, at least an aspect of, of our relationship here through this podcast. And yeah, to end every episode, it's not something we planned where it was like, all right, I'm gonna say I love you and you're gonna say you love me, right? That's how we're gonna end this podcast. It's just like, yeah. that's what we say when we end a phone call. So it just kinda, just kinda happened. Sometimes you say it first, sometimes I say it first. It's like, nobody, I, who's keeping track? Yeah, it, it's a natural part of our conversation and for that to be something that, yeah, my heart goes out to people who are like, when you love somebody but you, if you haven't said it at by a certain point, then I guess it becomes weird to say, well, you know what? I've never, we never say we love each other. I could see how you could get in that situation. You know, different relational dynamics and like you kind of create your own little subculture. You know, like for, for us Neils, we say when we that, that we love each other. We also kiss each other on the lips. Yeah. Was that a Nana thing? Cause like growing up from a young age, like I would kiss Nana on the lips. I would kiss Aunt TC on the lips. Well, I would also lick her face as like a running joke. I don't know how that started. <laughs> and I've always told the story about how Nana taught me to blow a bubble like with gum. She took the gum, she chewed it up, she put it around her tongue, and then she took it out of her mouth and she said, stick your tongue out, and she put it on my tongue. And then she said, blow. And that's how I learned how to blow a bubble. It's just like th this type of like, I'm your Nana, we can share spit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just like, yeah. th this is how I'm gonna, I'm gonna teach you. I mean, not every family kisses each other, much less kisses each other on the lips. I mean, you no. and I don't kiss each other on the lips, but uh, I believe we did much later than what no people would think is normal. Like if we were all getting together for Christmas and we're all just telling each other, we're like, Hey, good to see you. There might be some kissing on the lips. I don't even think you'd think twice about it. If I kissed you on the lips. No, probably not. But I know we probably even here lately been together. We might not have kissed on the lips, but we um, might have kissed you on the cheek or the forehead or something. Right. For the record, we don't kiss each other on the lips when we see each other. But I'm just saying the cultural climate in the Neil household is you can kiss on the lips. I guess in Nana's house, you know? So it's, oh, yeah. I think that made a big difference in my mind from a young age. And the fact that we all always said we loved each other. It's, it's a good thing to always set that practice, you know? It's just like Jonas, you know, some families have different things that goes on with them the way they grow up. He said his mama helped kind of show her feelings, but right. it didn't sound like it was a whole lot of showing them, but he, he learned that. Something I guess from you and I talking that it was a, it it's all right to tell you mom and daddy and them that you love them and holler out to Jonas yeah in Sweden we love you Jonas I got another one from Dave he's from a, a small fishing community in Nova Scotia Canada oh wow it says here there's a bird called a shag and a community named Shag Harbor. Huh which is also famous for having the most 
documented UFO crashes in Canada. UFO crashes? Yeah. Wow. And they said documented, so I think that's pretty neat that there's somebody keeping up with something falling out of the sky, something going on. The universe is a huge place, Dad. Chances are there's intelligent life crawling all over the place that's oh, yeah. probably a lot smarter than us if it, if they're like zipping around to our puzzlement. So if they're listening though, if, they're, if these aliens are listening in to a podcast to find out what they need to know, it's probably this one. So I think now is, the, is as good a time as any for you to address the alien directly. Just tell them what they need to know, tell them what our intentions are. I don't, I don't know how you wanna play this. Do you wanna have a show of strength and force? Do you want to befriend them? Do you want, however you wanna play it, I'm trusting you to be, to be the ambassador to the aliens. So just come on if you're listening, and I, I would really like to know if you are listening and you're hearing stuff, send us some kind of sign or send us some kind of email or send us something and let you know that we're reaching people not just here in uh, well, like we're getting these questions from all over the world, mm -hmm. but uh, get getting them. We get some from outer space too, so we know what's going on out there. And and we we'd love to have you because I think everybody ought to try to get along and help one another. And maybe you could help us, and we could help y'all with what's going on. So if you got a way to send us something, send it to us. We we'd appreciate it. All right, aliens, send us your emails. Holler out to Dave. Shag Harbor. It's time for another edition of Myrtle Beach Mailbag. I got one here from Greg Hunt. All right. And he says, a penis says, says to his balls, hey, guy, I'm going to take you two to a party. To which his balls replied, liar, you always go inside alone and leave us outside knocking. <laughs> liar <laughs> oh man I, I was just kind of stuck on if all of a sudden I heard a conversation coming from my pants and it was my penis talking to my balls I mean that that would be shocking that'd be a shocking turn of events that might be more shocking than being visited by aliens it might be the aliens down there that got in there in them yeah <laughs> My balls are possessed by aliens. I could see how my penis would talk. You know, that's pretty obvious. But I don't know exactly how my balls would talk. They'd have to send Moore's code they'd have to beat together. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and don't talk about my balls beating together. That makes me uncomfortable. Ah. Well, maybe just don't, but they just Knocking tap, on the door. You know, they... <laughs> Sending us a message. You ever been totally still, Dad? And then you can feel that your balls are moving? Well, I've been totally still and then try to move around and figure out I need to move them around some because they ain't in a good position. <laughs> right. Sometimes you got to help them around. But sometimes they, will, they will, will move on their own. They, like, they do like to rotate. I, I kind of liken it to a... Um, like the wiener that's rolling on like the rollers at the 7-Eleven, you know, it's like your balls, your balls are hanging down there in a, in a sack for temperature regulation. 
I think my balls like to do that. And I'm, I'm kind of feeling alone. I don't, I don't feel very supported right now. Well, you've been talking. I've just been kind of listening, trying to take all this in and everything. But it sounds like you got a my, mine ain't that special. I don't ever see them feel them moving. So you must have you got a, a special set of balls, I guess. Oh, I is do. What I'm telling. Thank you, Dad. Yeah. Thank you. It's one thing for your dad to t- tell you that he loves you. It's another thing for him to tell you that you <laughs> have a special set of balls. I'm telling you. And that, yeah, you did tell me. Thank you. Yeah. From now on, whenever we end a conversation, even though I do like it when you tell me that you love me, I w- I'm going to be honest. I prefer for you to occasionally change it up and say, you got a special I set of balls. Hey, you got a special set of balls. <laughs> <you> come down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah. don't want to have to ask for it. So okay. it's just, you know. Just just don't forget, you know. Well, Benji got a special set of balls. We're gonna uh we're gonna slip on. We got another email okay. from Scott Fikes. Says an old man gets pulled over by a young state trooper. Okay. The trooper says, Sir, I pulled you over for speeding. Is there anything in the truck? The old man said, Yes, sir. I kill my wife and have her body in my trunk. What? And a young trooper freaks out and says, What the hell? Anything else? And the old man replied, Sure, I have a kilo of cocaine and a gun in the glove compartment. What? At this point, the young trooper instructed the old man to remain in the vehicle while he called his supervisor. The young trooper's supervisor got on the scene and walked to the old man's truck and he said, Sir, did you kill your wife and put her body in the trunk? And the old man said, what? Hell no. And the trooper said, well, do you have a kilo of cocaine and a gun in your glove compartment? And the old man said, hell no. And the trooper looked puzzled and said, well, this young trooper said you told him you killed your wife and you had drugs and a gun in the glove compartment. Mm-hmm. And the old man replied, well, damn, I bet the son of a bitch told you I was speeding, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So it was, he was playing it. That's, that's, uh, that's how you get out of a ticket, with a long-ass joke. That is a long-ass joke, Dad. <laughs> Have you ever gotten out of a ticket? Can you talk your way out of a ticket? No, I ain't been able to talk my way out of a ticket. I always just had to carry the money to the lawyer and get him to take care of it when I was growing up. Yeah, so you didn't play the my, my dad's police officer? I mean, you didn't get tickets in Lillington for that reason, or did you? Uh, I got tickets in Lillington, right outside of Lillington. I had 19 by the time I was 18 years old. 19 tickets? Yeah. I got one going to your mama's house one night with a boy, and they clocked me running 110 mile an hour through the last stoplight going out of Lillington. Why? You, wh- why were you driving so fast? I don't know. Just, I was in a hurry. It, did you constantly drive that fast everywhere? I, I must have as many tickets as I got. You, know, you must. Did you wear a seatbelt? Because back then. That, that car didn't have a seatbelt in it. Didn't even have a seatbelt? No. I mean, this is turning into a Don't Tell Nana segment. Oh, Nana knows about all this stuff. I choose to believe that I know everything that my kids are doing. 
and that they're it's all above board. That's probably not true. Oh yeah, I'm sure some things will come to light. Yeah, as yeah, you probably learn something. Yeah, when they about thirty, and they they come in one day, and y'all be sitting down at the table on Christmas or doing something, and they just all of a sudden say. You know, I didn't ever tell you this. And then they'll come out and tell you and say, oh, my God, what did you borrow were you thinking about? Well, I'm glad you survived. You know, it's like that's put some years in between. It becomes a funny story. but Oh, yeah, you're right. You weren't a good example, Dad. It, well, I got some people that thought it was a good example, but they weren't very smart. <laughs> <laughs> You got another email? Yeah, I got one from Michael Pancook. He says, what's the difference between a nun at church and a nun in a bath? All right, what's the difference between a nun at a church and a nun in a bath? What? One has hope in her soul and one has soap in her hole. <laughs> <laughs> I like a good nun joke. That just wasn't a good one. <laughs> it might have been good to that nun. You can't never tell. <laughs> I might. I thought it. I think it probably burned. Yeah. You know, I've gotten soap in my pee hole. You know, the part of the penis that would talk if it yeah. was talking to my balls. <laughs> yeah. 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 It burns. You don't want soap in there. It sounds like you got some kind of infection. I don't have gonorrhea. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> you trying to say I have gonorrhea? No, I just said. Well, then what? You might what have kind of infection? Kind? What what other kind of infection makes your wiener burn? You may have a urinary tract infection when you okay. pee. It hurts when it comes out. I guess. I guess maybe I've had one of those. That's why you're supposed to pee after sex. Well, I, I think I probably do that. So I'm I'm right on course then. So, All right. You know. In the shower. Have you peed in the shower yet? I need an update. No, I ain't peed in the shower yet, okay, but I've been, right. hey, it's run across my mind in the last week, you know, getting in and out of there. But Let it run across your feet, man. I want to hear what it's like. Well, I, yeah, I don't know if I'm, I'm going to let it run across go. my feet if I do it, but I, you know, I'm going to pee before it goes down the drain like he was talking about. You'll never go back. You're going to thank me. Okay, I got another email from Caden Anthony. He said, can you talk about... What different kind of jobs you've had over the years and why you decided to hang your hat on painting? I, I love this question. Is there one is there one in mind that you want to talk about? Well, probably the best job I you know, you're talking about you we talk about doing stuff that you like and you love and you've you and Rhett's fortunate enough to be able to do something that you like and love. Yeah. Well, my first real job was farming. And raising tobacco. Uh-huh. And boy, I loved it better than a hog glove slot. I'm telling you, it didn't make no difference how long. What was it about it? What? Why Why was it your jam? Hey, I just loved sitting on a tractor, whether I was breaking land or disting and plowing tobacco or whatever and smelling that fresh turned dirt. I mean, it, that's probably, that's one of the best smells there is in this world, this when you turn that over and and just growing something and from a seed putting it on and growing that seed into a plant and then planting that plant in, plant in a field and growing it up to where you had to harvest it and then 
cure it out and carry it to the back of market. I mean, yeah, and then they roll it into a cigarette and it kills people. Yeah, that's really satisfying. Well, <laughs> yeah, and you know me, I have never smoked. I did try one one time and I didn't like it, but uh, I chewed tobacco for a long time. I tried to support the tobacco market and then I finally decided that wasn't a good thing either. But I mean, well, cu- but culturally, it, it, it was. It was an honest living, yeah, and it was—I mean, it was viewed differently. Oh yeah, back then. Yeah. So that—that that was your favorite job. And then it, they asked me, said, "Why'd you hang your hat, hat on painting?" And I said, "It come right down to, you know, I'm working for myself, and if I don't want to work for somebody, I ain't got to work for. I, I'm in more control than you are when you have an answer to somebody else." And yeah. Don't get me started on control. I love some control. <laughs> but uh, I would think just like farming, like from start to finish, there's something satisfying about taking ownership of a of a job and saying, I mean, because I think you're a perfectionist too, that like you, you, you get something done the way you want it and it's, you're satisfied with it. Oh yeah. But I like this question, Caden. Very good question. We'll save your other other jobs for 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 another day because I know you got a slew of jobs. I got one more email from Adrian Miladoni. Wow. Said, "What did the egg say to the boiling water?" I'm I'm headed your way. You're going to make me hard. Is it a sexual joke? Yeah, you getting. Yeah, you you oh, getting close. It's there. sexy. Yeah. You're gonna make me so hard, and then I'm gonna get that I'm gonna be like yellow in the middle. That's kind of close, but you you got the first part right. But it said it'll take me a minute to get hard because I just got laid by a chick. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a recovery time. You gotta wait a little bit. I mean, you just can't rebound that quickly. It takes a little time, right? Oh yeah, takes a minute, yeah, going back and forth, so I thought that was kind of cute, yeah, getting laid by a chick. Yeah, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna take me a minute because I just got laid by a chick. Yeah, that's cute. <laughs> that's your definition of cute. Now it's time for a word from our sponsor. We ain't getting paid for it, but we, we're gonna sponsor not. a place called Hamburger Joe's at 712 48th Avenue South, North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Let, let me tell you something. If you want a good hamburger, cheeseburger, anything you want down there that they got, but they got some good cheeseburgers, but when you go down there and get one of them cheeseburgers, look up on that menu and get you about six of them chicken wings they got and get you some of that gold. Don't get the mild and don't get the hot sauce, hot unless you like hot, hot. Get that gold rust sauce and put on them chicken wings. And man, 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 you won't go hungry. And it is so good, so good. So just go on down there to Hamburger Joe's, order you a cheeseburger. You can go ahead and get you some fries with it. And they got a lot of other stuff. They got hot dogs. They got bologna sandwiches. But you, hey, you can't miss with the cheeseburgers and the chicken wings. So just try it out and come on down here to Hamburger Joe's and enjoy yourself and get you get you a good cheeseburger down here. And you Ooh. will enjoy it. 
Hamburger Joe. Man, I'm getting hungry. Hey, Link, you remember a while back we did a role play thing, and I thought maybe we might ought to try try and do something like that again. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love Wanna it. Do that? Uh, yeah, not in an elevator this time. It's time for another edition of Let's Role Play. What do you want to do? Well, I uh, I thought we might uh, have a little talk, like when you was growing up, or maybe when I was growing up with somebody else, and that our father and son have the birds and the bees talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh man. Okay. Um, I'll be the dad, and you be you be the little boy. He's in fifth grade. Let's let's son. I'm glad that you that you have some spare time on your hands so that we can have a special talk. Now, I've already taught you how to wipe your ass, and now I'm going to teach you how to make babies. You interested in that? Well, yeah, I'm interested in it, but I probably already know a little bit more about it than you do. But, you know, come on, help me out, Dad. What do you mean by that, son? You already know about the birds and the bees? Well, you know, with the way TV is now and things for you when you go to school and, you know, you got little people that you make friends with that's a little bit older than you are and some of them just know more about what's going on around them than, you know, what the rest of us do. So they're talking and we're listening, trying to pick up on what's going on. So, oh. you know... I find out a little bit about it's, it. You know, seems that I've waited too long. I've been delinquent in my father duties. You know, you might could be able to explain some stuff to me. You know, what about, do you what What is your understanding? How do birds make bees? Well, uh, I, it's kind of like you and mom. You know, uh, you know, our bedrooms ain't far from y'all's bedrooms, and I, I have heard the uh, headboard hitting on the. Back of the wall back there. That's because we hang a lot of, um, your mother likes to hang a lot of pictures on the walls. And she's always changing her mind. She's like, oh, yes, right there, right there. And then I, once I get it right where I think she wants it, then she's like, I changed my mind. I want it over here. Give it, give it to me over here. Just like nice and nice and high. <laughs> A little lower. That's what we're doing, son. We're hanging. We're hanging pictures repeatedly. So you're hanging pictures repeatedly. But so is is that how I came to be? Y'all was hanging pictures. That's right, son. That's why you have such a fondness for pictures. Oh, being hung in a level way. Okay. Well, it's been nice having this talk, Dad. Maybe we ought to just go get a cheeseburger. Yeah. Thank you. That was tough. That was tough. It's not, it's not an easy conversation to have. When you have the talk, the kid does immediately think, okay, it's like, this is how I was made, so this is what you did. So it's less about like what I can do, and it's more about what my parents did. Once you get over that, it's like, let's not make this about me and your mom, but let's not make this about you and your date either. <laughs> let's not talk about this. <laughs> Ask your friends about it, you know? Watch some television. We we had some times when we at Nana and Papa's house and me and Teresa sitting around and all of us eating and you know how Nana was about bringing she uh -huh. and Teresa said 
Well, Mama, we knew what y'all was doing the whole time in there. We could hear y'all with the headboard hitting on the wall. <laughs> we knew we knew what y'all was doing because we stayed in a little small house. Yeah. And Nana and Mama used to say, Lord, I didn't know y'all could hear us. <laughs> so it's kind of funny. It's not something you dwelt on, though, but you were aware no. of it. Oh, yeah. We're fortunate enough. Our bedroom is on the opposite side of the house from all the other all the other beds in the house. And it's upstairs too. Yep. Yep. That's something I tell you, when you're when you're thinking about like having a family or if you got like older kids and you're like shopping for a house, you need to think about things like that. Or just saying, you know what? Everybody's gonna know and they're just gonna have to live with it. They're gonna learn one way or the other. They're gonna learn one way or another. It's just, just make sure the door's locked. You know, yeah. it's one thing to hear, it's another thing to walk in. Yeah, that's right. Hanging pictures on the wall. Hanging pictures on the wall. Well, it looks like we've about run out of time this week, but. We covered a lot of good ground. A lot of different kinds of ground, too, I'm telling you. But we've had another good time. We've been swinging uh, different stores around and everything going on, but want all of you to come on back next Thursday and uh, we'll be doing a. Another show on the podcast where you could listen to it. And Hashtag DFMB. I'll put that out there. If you if you got a joke, a question, a comment, just email me at rather and be shagging at 53AOL.com and we'll see if we can answer your question and swing you around in this old world that we're swinging around in and have a good time and just enjoy one another. So can't wait for the next one. I'll see you next week, Link. So, and I love you. I love you too, but that's not, see, that's not what I, I didn't want to have to ask. I wasn't going to do it this week. You're you going you gonna to wait to give me the balls. I'm going to, yeah, yeah, I'm going to wait another time and, and ask you how your balls is doing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> love you too. <laughs>